You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. Well, how you doing, everyone, and welcome to the podcast tonight. I am Isaac, along with Brother Daniel in studio, and Brother Anthony. We are your brothers just searching. Now, you might be wondering if you're listening to this. Wait a minute. Don't they do this once a week? Well, Brother Daniel gave me a call yesterday, and there's a lot going on right now, and especially this week uh, has been up and down all the way around politically, spiritually, and just on the American people of how they're feeling. So we thought it'd be important to go ahead and for a special edition, maybe once of a lifetime, we're going to go two podcasts in one week to discuss some things going on. So guys, I know I talked to y'all two days ago, but how y'all feeling? Pretty good. I'm ready for Brother Daniel, going. welcome back. We finally got you in studio. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been waiting on this day. So, hey, there's there's hope for America. Yeah. Things are about to start getting yeah. normal yeah. again. Uh-huh. I had to check my eyes there. You know, I know, man. Here. I was like, Brother Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we seen you last night for church, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Facebook Live service. Brother Brandon was hitting it. Oh, good message. Gone mm-hmm. on the, you know, it was just amazing. And uh, the production team over there, I'm going to give props to them. They were pretty good, you know. Oh, yeah. Those guys are spot on. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. (laughs) Double over. (laughs) Well, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start off with announcements. And we're going to do something a little different tonight. Uh, It's a special edition, so we can go out on a limb. I'm not going to be giving the first introduction into our topic. We're going to go ahead and let Brother Daniel do that tonight. But as we before we start doing that. Um, we are an extension of New Beginning Fellowship Church. Our church is at 519 Parkway Drive in Brobridge, Louisiana, New Beginning Fellowship Church. If you're in the greater Brobridge area, please come and check us out. We're a Holy Ghost filled, Bible believing, hev- uh, de- heaven chasing, devil slaying, whatever Brother Swagger says, <laughs> uh, <laughs> church service. But uh, right now we're doing the drive-in church services until we get clearance from the government and local officials that it's okay to have in-person church services. So if you don't have a church that has a drive-in church service and you're just tired of watching the TV, come join us for the drive-in church services this Sunday at 1030. Also, if you have a Facebook page, please go and like our Facebook page. Our Facebook page, we put all new episodes. We go ahead and we share thoughts and opinions from people that we that we trust. We also go ahead and put our own personal thoughts with live videos. And all like I said, all the new episodes for the podcast. If you like it, go ahead. Just don't like it. Share it. Let people know that we're here and we're proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Also, I want to bring out my brother's book, the the new kingdom with Liberty man and the evil stone out now on Barnes and Nobles and on Amazon. If you have some trouble finding it, shoot me a message on the Facebook page. I'll go ahead and send you a link. So without further ado back in studio, brother Daniel, you can go ahead and start with your introduction. All right. Well, praise the Lord, my brothers. I was about to say my brothers and sisters. I'm used to doing church. <laughs> God, anyway. uh, basically, I, I talked to Brother Isaac yesterday real quick and just said, I just felt that we should go ahead and do another another podcast this week. 
concerning all that's been going on the last, you know, 40 to 72 hours. There's been a lot been going on in our nation, so I think it'd be good just to keep us, I'm sure that most of you are informed as the audience of what's going on, but we just want to really reiterate on that and just to encourage everyone to keep their eyes open and to pray in situations going on in our nation. So we'll just go ahead and begin with that. And um, I would just like to start with the second part of the First Amendment, which says the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances, grievances. So I'd like to just start right there. I know that some of you have already heard there was a major protest in the capital city of Lansing. I think it's in Michigan where a lot of, the, <laughs> a lot of the, the people that live in that state ended up going to Capitol and they were protesting, mm. amen, and they, they got together to do that. And it was called Operation Gridlock. And so um, they went there yesterday and they were protesting to their governor that uh, they want the economy to reopen and they just want to get back to work to take care of their family you know, and just do it what, you know, what, a, what, what Americans want to do. So on that part, I know some are going to hear this podcast tonight and you're going to disagree about you know, them doing that, but honestly, if you look, you know, we still are Americans, you know what I mean? And we still have liberty, and we do have a right. I just read you one of the amendments, the first amendment, the second part, for the people to assemble together and to go ahead and to protest peaceably, you know, situations. So um, I have to say that I don't blame them one bit at all mm. of what they're doing, you know what I mean? And yep. it wasn't, they weren't violent. They weren't, right. they were not intimidating. They were just petitioning their mm-hmm. leader and that local government mm-hmm. and that state saying, hey, we want change in this. And so I, I want to continue with that because even with that going on, uh, we had something similar like that happen in North Carolina, but that the outcome on that one was a lot different. It was a smaller crowd and they were able to, to petition their grievances, but I've, the the police officers were already there at the scene for that. Well, within an hour, about an hour after they started, they went ahead and started clearing them out and said, hey, you got to go home and you got to follow the rules. So wow. you see a big uh, contrast difference between these two states. One, one was you know, they let them went ahead and protest, and this one they just shut it down. So that's my concern. I don't know what, what you brothers think about that or what, but, you know, basically I think, um, you know, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, you know, it is what it is. We have to be uh, truthful tonight that, you know, some of these governments, local governments are overreaching with their power and they're really that's right. starting to do things that, you know, that's not constitutional anyways. And so I feel like some of them are just taking advantage of the American people and seeing how far they can go before somebody draws a line and says enough's enough. And once again, what I'm trying to state tonight, I want everyone to understand we do not in any way condone violence or anything right, like right, anything, no, right. anything. We are peaceful, you know, Right. God-fearing people, and you know, but we're willing to to stand our ground that's right. when evil is trying to rear up its ugly head and and do stuff that's not only uh, wrong towards the church and people, but our fellow countrymen, that's American right. citizens, people, our neighbors, you know, and our people in our towns and all that. You know, the church has to take a stand, you know, sooner or later if it comes down to it, and that's not what we want. But if you look what happened in Mississippi, with just currently with just them two pastors last week and what they were doing mm. to them. That was unconstitutional for that police officer to tell the pastor that, you know, that his rights have been suspended and that he should be automatically just put to the side. I'm just saying it like it is. He has no right to say to any American citizen that your rights have been suspended. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so we have to, you know, we're going to go with what what we know is the truth and what is right as we see what's going on in the nation. 
And so we know that the Department of Justice is looking into that with uh, with uh, the AG, uh, Mr. Barr, is, should be looking into that. So that's some good news to a point, amen? Amen. Praise God, because, I mean, anyone should know that if you if you look at what they were doing, they were doing everything as what was asked of them to do. Wow. So the mayor of that city from Greenville went ahead and overstepped his boundaries, and we know, and it, and just really went over the head of his governor, and added mm-hmm. a little bit more in that executive order saying that you know they didn't want no parking lot and, you know, drive-in services going on, and that's very, very wrong. Wow. You know what I mean? So uh, praise God anyway. So I just thank the the pastor for standing up for right. you know what's right. Amen. And um, I believe that he also had that's why right, they gave him a. They gave him a little opening, and he was on the uh, Fox News. Ended up interviewing him, and just got some national attention. So, what I believe that was a good right there that he stood for his rights. Like he said, "Hey, I'm not a criminal. You know, I'm not a drug dealer." He said he <laughs> right. was at one time, whatever his past was, because I'm just a law-abiding citizen. You right. Wanted, you know, just to benefit you know our community. So, my question tonight is: Is the church essential or not? Mm. You know, well, we know that it is. Right. If it wasn't for the church, there'd be a lot more, um, a lot more things going on in the neighborhood, and uh-huh. we thank the Lord for our law and for our government and for our, our police officers and everything, you know, for keeping uh, law and order. But on this one, they were wrong in that that city. So I know I sound very strong about this, but you know, it, it's the truth, and you know, I can prove to you in the Bible where they even came against some of God's people, mm-hmm. and God's people stood up. You go to Daniel chapter six. What happened? They were so jealous of Daniel that they ended up uh, uh, tricking the king to make a law that would come against him and his God. And so we know the story of that. Daniel heard about the law, and he said, nope. He went into his room, and he didn't do nothing violent. He went into his room, opened up the doors of the windows, Mm -hmm. the doors of the window, and prayed to his God. And for that, he was, you know, he was, uh, he was, uh, what's the word I want to use? He was arrested, basically, and we know where he was put at in the lion's den <laughs> and everything. So, you know, it's just something that, uh, something for us to think about, something for us to pray about. You know, we're not asking for any trouble. Nobody is. Nobody is. We just want things to be restored. And uh, we know that um, that we also have to just believe the Lord that he's going to bring some kind of normality, you know, back into our system. But as for the church, we need to be watchmen. We need to be sober. And we need to be vigilant. I know I said this the last time in the podcast, but I'm just repeating myself. And so let's just continue with that. And um, the reason I, I'm bringing it up again, you know, with the church is because we had another incident on, I believe it was Google, if I'm correct. And I'm just going to read it. This is from Now the Now the End Begins uh, website. And there's a pretty good, pretty good, um, solid Christian um, webpage. That they're really up to current events and all that. And they're, to be honest with you, they're very controversial. But you know what? If you're a Christian, you're going to be controversial. <laughs> right, right. right. Because the We're controversial on and this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> remember, we said last time, and I just want to say it real quick before we continue that, you know, we don't hate anybody. We're the most mm-hmm. tolerable people in the world. You know, That's Jesus right. says to love one another. He said to love your enemies. That's and right. so, you know, for people to think that uh, we're hate mongers or we're violent, they're wrong. Man. They're very no. wrong on that because the ones that get most persecuted – Throughout, you know, especially the last 2,000 years, has been Christian. Right. Amen. And so we're going to go with this uh, webpage, and it said, Tech giants like Google begin censoring unapproved sermons as churches are forced online due to coronavirus lockdown. And so this article just keeps going on that there was a church that ended up doing some very controversial 
you know, sermons, but man, really what they were doing, they were just dealing with what's going on right now right. with the coronavirus. He was even talking. I heard the, I heard the minister myself. I listened to his, I think it was like a 30 or 40 minute sermon. And I listened to the YouTube video because we found it. I was able to find it. And, um, he was just basically just dealing with what's going on. He was being real. And mm. he even brought in the subject, you know, that God is basically dealing with the church and judging America. So I didn't see nothing wrong with that at all. But mm-hmm. yet you got Google coming over there and suspending wow. you know, uh, just uh, his account through the, the through the Google Play Store. The, and uh, it was called Crisis Church app from the Google Play Store. So that's what they suspended off there. And this is what they told the, the church. This is what Google told them. It says, the church received a notice from the platform stating, we don't allow apps that lack reasonable sensitivity towards or capitalize on a natural disaster, atrocity, conflict, death, or other tragic event. Your app has been suspended and removed due to the policy issue, Mm. the notice added. So that's what they told them specifically. So they they canceled their account, and that's where the far as that goes. So, you know, here we go again. I mean, Let's deal with this issue for a while. And this has been going on for the last several years. Mm. You're starting to see more of a power, excuse me, pull with the, like Google and Facebook and all of them. They're really overreaching too. what they're doing. You know, mm. It's not constitutional what they're doing to be able to tell someone you can't say this or that, even though it is their, their platform. But right. it's us, the people that make them money. You know what I mean? That's right. It's a commercial thing. So, But they do not have a right, really, to be saying, hey, you can't say this and that. Now, I can understand stuff like stuff that you wouldn't want kids to see. Yeah, obviously. Right. You, right. Know, you got you got uh, cable and TV, and they censor stuff like that. Because if you got a five-year-old, you don't want them watching somebody getting beheaded or right. you know, something violent. So you got to use common sense. But understand that. Right. But we know what really the attack's about. It's really the attack against the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're living... Right. Basically, in the and last days. If you look at if you look at media outpouring, because you just said something that Google went ahead and cut off their app. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been hearing for years that they want to they want to pass laws concerning homosexuality, mm-hmm. abortion, and all these things. If the church can't have an in person church service or a drive in church service, mm-hmm. and they do everything online, they could censor everything they say. So they can't get the word out. I'm going to use, for example, like this podcast. Just say if we come up strongly against someone and they're the executive of Google or whatever. And they, well, we don't want that on. They can cut down this podcast where nobody can listen to it. Right. Uh, Tosh Stern is an example of this. Tosh Stern was doing a um, YouTube live video a while back. And he said, look, if you can't watch it now, <laughs> hope is there later because they've been taking me down. They haven't even been censoring him. Right when he goes live, they wait till his live video goes up and they cut it off. Yeah. Mm. So I'm I'm starting to pick that up right now. You know, look, the mayor of Greenville, Rick Simmons, mm-hmm. Eric Simmons, mm. said, you know, just do live stream, no parking lot or nothing. Why he said that? Because they could they have control of the media. Right. They don't have control of in person service. But what did his governor say above on above him? Well, that they could have it right. Well, yeah, well, uh, Tate Reeves, yeah, uh, Governor Reeves from Mississippi, um, went ahead and said a few days ago that he, I believe in his uh, order, they went ahead and they put the church essential. Exactly. So in that point, he did go over. Now you have two different parties. You have two different mindsets, two different worldviews, one a Republican worldview or Republican point of view and a Democrat uh, point of view. 
But, you know, you have, I got to say, you, he still overstepped the bound. He, he did disobey the governor in mm-hmm. that sense, and that was wrong. Mm-hmm. But you, you get what I'm saying? It's just he, I feel he wanted to control. He wanted to show his muscles, but he also mm-hmm. wanted to control what they were saying. Exactly. And, and the thing is, is that, I mean, bottom line is, is that the governor's above him. Right. Even though he's right. his own local, you know, local government. He's still not, you know, as far as power, the government has states over the whole state. So that's what, that's where I have a disagreement with them because the government's saying it's okay to have these right. driving. And then he takes the mm. extra effort to say, no, you're not. So that's where he, he stepped over the line when it comes towards wow. the church, bottom line. And so, uh, you know, I disagree with that heavily. Yeah. Now, if the governor would have did that, well, that would open up another <laughs> big, you know, yeah. can of worms, and that yeah. would have to be dealt with too. Right. But still, yeah, just the way he did that was just wrong, you know. Period. And so, um, that's just dealing with the church and all that. But I mean, just recently, I just got another article, and this is dealing with uh, the state of Michigan again, and this is what was reported out of uh, World Net Daily, another website I like to look at every now and then. Matter of fact, it's been a while I've looked at this, but for some reason, I I ended up uh, finding it today. So praise God for that. So it says right here, it says several stories over the past few days alone might lead one to believe that they have awoken to a totally different country with the new one over at uh, World Net Daily kicking it off. As World Net Daily reports, a judge in Michigan has granted authority to Kent County Health official Adam London to arrest or have arrested anyone merely suspected of having the coronavirus. Thus, handling, uh, thus handing potential deaths. Well, I don't know if I wanted to keep reading that, part, <laughs> but that. Well, let me go to this next paragraph. Well, at well, Adam London of that health department will surely never tell you that as a member of the Kent County, Michigan Health Department, he is at much higher risk of contacting the disease as well as the entire health department due to their own exposure to six people. So they're just basically, you know, contradicting what they're doing. Right. You know, they're trying to control things, but yet they're exposing themselves too. So what, what we're reading right here is that this judge is giving, you know, a health organization, you know, the power to, to basically just pick people up. Wow. You know, that's what it's sounding like to me. And, you know, it's sad. We, I'm going to point back. It's against the Constitution. Right? Oh, yes. A judge cannot make a law saying, hey, Y'all now have the authority that's going through Congress, that is going through the Senate, then mm-hmm. evidently to the president. If they ha- if the president and Congress and the Senate all agree and they give that authority, that's the only way they can make a law. Right. A judge in no level, I don't care if it's the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. if it's the Ninth Circuit, the Fifth mm-hmm. Circuit, or any, you can't. Well, really, you, the Supreme Court is not there to make laws. They're there to interpret the Constitution. Right. And that's another myth or lie that we've been brought for generations that the courts or the Supreme Court can make laws and they can't. So that that blows my mind away. Definitely what Isaac is saying is that, uh, and I agree with that, you know, I think just some American people are not educated or knowledgeable how Mm -hmm. the court system works. So you see, here's another, you know, this is where, you know, ignorance is going to pay big time when you don't know what's going on. Well, guess what? In the real world, you're going to be taken advantage if you don't know what's going on around you. That's right. That's just the way it is. So, uh, but I just want to read one more uh, yeah. paragraph. It's going to be a smaller one. Looks like it says, "It says, uh, let's see, let me get this together." With Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, <laughs> the name, uh, the new face of tyranny. Now they're saying it's not me in America, as reported in the story of our law enforcement today. And now four Michigan sheriffs sh- showing much more common sense than this. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> ever could be claiming talking about the governor. I'll, I won't keep reading what it's saying. Uh, let's see. They won't be enforcing the tyrant's unconstitutional order, barring people from visiting their neighbor, uh, their next door neighbors, even if they are family member, Amer- uh, members. Americans have about had it up with here with overreacting government tyranny and as even political reports, the shutdown order backlash is coming soon and with a vengeance. So look, listen to me right now on this part, I'm quoting someone else. All right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting real today because you know, uh, emotions are flaring up and people are, are getting upset with this whole situation. We got people's livelihood that are really, um, that are in danger. You know, you got little small businesses that are probably never going to be able, be able right. to reopen. They don't have the money like Walmart and others. Yeah. I am calling out Walmart and other bigger corporations that have the money That's right. and the backup, you know, to, to, to go through several months would not have to worry about being bankrupt. So, you know, mm. well, let's, let's, let's mention Disney. Uh, I'm calling out Disney. <laughs> Disney yeah, quoted the one. other day and said, we're losing 30 mm-hmm. million a day, yeah. but they're still not missing a beat. No. They're still not missing a beat. Come on, the Avengers, the 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 last Avengers, Avengers Endgame movie, mm-hmm. made over one to two billion dollars for Disney. Wow! Right. As wow. you know, thirty like million is like a drop. Today. Yeah, it's like a pocket. Now, if it stays more, it will hurt them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, Disney has the revenue to continue to pay their employees and continue to help their their people. But like Brother Dane said, a lot of small businesses, and I remember I asked you that last night when we was talking about this, it's coming to the point of when is American people are going to finally say, this is enough. Mm-hmm. This is enough. Because we looked at the numbers earlier, and, you know, they have 650-some thousand cases in America that is confirmed. Right. And they only have 60,000 people that have recovered from it. Now, this pandemic been going on for four weeks, four to five weeks, if the common flu, you get over the common flu with the longest length is a week. I believe they're inflating that number a little bit mm-hmm. to scare people. But that's the point when American people say, all right, this is enough. You know, if you're sick, stay home, take some antibiotics and you get what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Well, basically, I mean, with all that. So I want to read you another article. This is real good. Now we want to, I want to say this right now. We're not saying that everyone in government is the bad guys. Okay. Right, no, don't right. get us wrong. There's some good God fearing, you know, patriotic, you know, right. people that are in, in, in government that love this country and are fighting for its freedom too. So I want everyone to think, I don't want everyone to think, Oh, we're coming against everybody. No, we're not. We're just, we're exposing and pointing out those that are abusing their power. That's right. And crossing over the constitutional rights that we have. So that's right. where I'm getting at. So right. look at this, look at this article from uh, the Baltimore uh, police department wants 24 hour HD surveillance drones to, in, to enforce social distancing and listen to that. We see more evidence of a crisis being used as an opportunity to crack down upon civil rights of law abiding Americans with what's happening in Baltimore, Baltimore now allowed a clear warning to cities across the country. And so this is, this is just amazing, mm. you know? And so really, I mean, they're supposed to start putting these drones out at, at, at the end of this month. And so you got, I forget what law firm is suing them, you know, because of the rights and all that. But even with that, they're still going to keep those drones flying for the next six months. That's all the way till October. You know what I mean? Wow. So here we got people just, I mean, I think they're just really abusing 
is, their power. And this is exactly what they're doing in China. Right. So, you know, let's go back to China just for a second. Yeah. Whatever's been going on over there, it's starting to happen here. Mm. If you notice mm -hmm. some of the, I, mm. you know, we know that China's a lot worse and they're just, oh, it's yeah. a communistic uh, country. So, you know how they treat their people. Well, well did, uh, did our governor, uh, did he say like he tracked everybody on the phones to see who went out yeah. and everything? Well, he started to implode it, but, um, because I since he I mentioned say, I that, you know, I think it's New Mexico, phone, you know, the governor out yeah. there, mm -hmm. excuse me, which is a, I believe she's a Democrat, uh, said that she wanted to watch everybody to make sure they follow the stay at home orders. And that's that's the whole thing. Y'all thought Big Brother was big now. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get bigger into it, um, into a sense of for cell phones. Look, cell phones could track everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, you have. Brother Dane said drones, and it's just it's come to a point to where the government wants to see everything you're doing. Well, what well, does does the Bible say that that there won't be a place to hide during the tribulation period? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that you know that's a little bit more. But I I want to tell. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's our buddies of all people that are that are fighting for you know against yeah. uh, for yeah. our rights. The ACLU. That's oh, kind of yeah, odd yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, that's it's a communist organization. Friends, but it, de times. Yeah. it depends though what case they're taking <laughs> yeah. because someone yeah. did yeah. ask. Uh, uh -huh. I think it was Tucker Carlson. He was talking to the pastor of King James Bible Baptist Church, yeah. and they said, "Look, y'all are an mm -hmm. African American church, right?" He goes, "Yes." He goes. Has the ACLU called to defend you? He said, nope, I have not heard from the ACLU. Yeah. Well, there's an old saying that says, the enemy, my enemy is my friend. Right, <laughs> right, right. That is so communist. They were actually set up to help yeah. communists. Right. Let me, let me finish yeah. this out real quick. This paragraph. It says, this yeah. month in April 2020, the drones are set to launch, and this trial period, get that trial period, of their use will last 180 days, which is six months. Wow. A decision will be made by April 24th regarding the ACLU lawsuit against the Baltimore Police Department. If the police <laughs> drones are deployed, it will probably happen around the end of April. If the trial comes to an end and the drones' use is discontinued, according to their promises, the drones will be out of the sky around six months from their launch the end of October, they're saying. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, <clears throat> it's all in the time frame of what they want to... Uh, because there's some governors calling it yeah. for a six month stay at home orders. Yeah. Wow. And look, Trump today said that he wants to go ahead and reopen the um the economy. Mm -hmm. And look, that's already flaring up people. Oh no, we can't get people back to work. That's that's not good. So it's just But this is the question I'm kinda asking. I wondered about that today. They will hurt too, because does the government need taxes? So if you don't work, will they won't get no taxes. Well, the thing is, is that with the stimulus pack right now, that's the right. bandaid for the moment. Right. But that's only going to last for a period of time. Once that's yeah. well, it's that, in, once that's done, and it's, it's done in already. danger already yeah, because already look, they started giving yeah. checks yeah. out on Monday. Yeah. yeah. The time of this podcast is Thursday. The stimulus package for businesses mm -hmm. ran out. It was set at three hundred and twenty-nine billion dollars. Oh, really? Today yeah. it ran out. It's on pause. Oh, we ran out of money again. So right. now they're trying to get. The, the Democrats are trying to pass a legislation to where mm -hmm. I think it's another $500 billion, $600 billion, but not all of it's going to businesses. Yeah, Majority of it's going to the Kennedy Center, right. Planned Parenthood, and all that. And the all Republicans are like, right, the, the, the Republicans are like, no, we just need $250 billion and let's give it straight to the 
It, they're playing politics now. Yeah, if you study that's, politics, that's what's going on with, with this whole virus. It's politics, and it's mm-hmm. hurting the American people. So the Amer- we have that right. I just read you the First Amendment, the second part. They can gather together, and they can go that's right. petition peaceably that's right. and say, hey, we got a problem here. Right. Let's right. deal with it. You know? But what some people are going to say, and I can understand, you hear that a lot. They say, well, when the Constitution was made, there are some things that are happening now that they never mentioned because they like abortion. They're like, well, they never faced that during when they made the Constitution or this issue with this. They say, well, there's no... There's no constitutional, they didn't leave us nothing to, to lean on in this area. So that's what they're going to try to use to get away from the constitution. Yeah, you know, de- yeah. I mean, definitely, we, we know yeah. that. We know that. Now, here's a really good article. You guys well. are going to love this one. <laughs> okay. This is from Valley, Co- Valley County Health Department. And this is in, um, let me see what it says right here. It looks like from the great state of Montana, if I'm right. It's a... Okay, so here, you got to hear this. This is this is getting really creepy now, right? Wow. It says, wow, all right, anyone who is from out of town or out of Valley County who has a pink wristband has been here 14 days or more or no longer needs to do their strict self-quarantine, they may enter your business. Did you get that? So now they got the special pink wristband that they yeah. put on. They know that you're okay, and that, that will identify if you can go into a store. But if you go the opposite of that, if they don't, if the store owner doesn't see that pink wrist, wrist, uh, wristband around your your wrist, yeah. then they're gonna put your product out in the curb. You know, there's none. You know, in other words, it's just kind of like a quarantine. Uh, let's go back into history where it said, <laughs> "Remember Germany? Give me yeah. your papers." Yeah, yeah. And that's papers? that's the scary yeah. that, that's the scary thing right there. So let me read, let yeah. me read the other part. Anyone who's from out of from out of town and out of Valley uh, County staying here, working here, and has not completed the 14-day quarantine is required by the Valley County Health Officer order Mm. to use curbside delivery only. They are not to enter your business to shop. Wow. Wow. Tell me, you talk about control. So so it sounds like socialism on steroids, pretty much almost. Well, look look what Kentucky did. You yeah, know, on the same yeah, lines, yeah, yeah. told them churches, hey, y'all cannot go mm-hmm. to church. And if y'all do go to church on Sunday, y'all have to go with a 14-day quarantine. They have, they, have, they received their letters yesterday saying, yeah, y'all got to stay. Quar-. Then you got to talk to the State Department Health Inspector mm. to, to get clearance. And when you're cleared, you got to go through, I think, a class or something. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, this it, is getting really right. intense. This really the Matrix, I called it. Wow. You know, I put on Facebook, you know, welcome to the Matrix, red or yeah. blue pill. <laughs> oh, it could be. <laughs> You're right. I mean, well, you look at some of these movies, you know, and I've been watching that for years. They've been getting, I think they've been getting ready people for years. Oh, yeah. For the one world government. They're, they're pretty much in your face like, hey, this is what we're going to do, pretty much. You know, y'all were talking about the church earlier. You know, you ever watch those old movies like... Um, uh, I wasn't made in the nineties or two thousands. Like uh, uh, the people may left behind uh, the tribulation force and those movies. Cloud you know, ten. yeah, you know when they, you know what they call the Christians, haters. Yeah. So uh, if you watch those movies, and I was made a couple a while back, a good while back, you watch it and you can see some of the things that's going on now. You're like, were they prophesying? 
or did they know somebody behind the scenes knew that was going to happen or they were prophesying? It makes you kind of wonder because a lot of things are going on right now. Yeah. It's a, like the attack on the church right now. So yeah, we're just trying to wake people up. And I, yeah. I know some are woken up, but we're just, we're mm-hmm. really probably repeating a lot, like 90% we're saying tonight, but we're just trying to make sure that yeah. you know, our people understand right. well, what, what's really going on here. Let's right, go to right. uh, Lost in Space, the reboot on. Netflix and yeah. I was watching it. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a movie buff, especially movie. <laughs> me, age. me too. Yeah. So you know, yeah. um, I watched the old Lost in Space. Want to see the differences? Yeah. Want to see what uh-huh. they did? And Doctor Smith was a woman on the new one. Oh, really? And I believe she had a sister. And the only way that they could get onto the ship to go into outer space, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, was to be chipped. Oh, wow. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. You know, hey, that's how you had your information. You pass your hand, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, don't quote me on it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But there yeah. was a special way. I think it was being chipped good to go into that ship. So, like like Anthony said, it's... Yeah, it's getting people ready. It's getting people ready. Well, I mean, well, mostly in the 80s or 90s, you can see there was a lot of movies where they had the hand thing. Like, uh, you know, that machine where you put, it was shaped like a hand. It was computer. And they, they scanned on the back of your hand. You could tell movies way back yeah. then. Yeah. I just wanted, you know, just, yeah. just to get back and just really, and I know this is going to get controversial I'm about to say, but I'm going right. to say it anyways. But, you know, the word vaccination keeps coming up. And look, let me tell you mm, something. Mm. Ain't nobody have a right to try to force any of us, you know, force vaccination. That is still another yeah. Like in the Constitution, you know, our, our Bill of Rights and all that. So right. what I'm saying tonight is that, you know what, it's already been proven to use zinc. And what was the other stuff they're saying they're using to help, you know, cure the, the um, it was a long old term. I forgot what it was called. With the medicines? Yeah. Uh, um, I know what you're talking hydro- about. Hydro- Hydrotics, something. Hydrochloric, you know, yeah, something like something that. Like I'm like sorry, that. audience, for not being yeah. more up to date on that. But, you know, there are other alternatives how to deal with it, just like with the flu and any other, you know, stuff that come upon it. There is. A way that we can't take care of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so there is. Uh, to me, it's like, no, as far as you trying to push vaccination on us, that's wrong, period. Well, Bill Gates is quoted. Yeah. You know, we talked about Bill Gates a couple of weeks ago um, that everyone should stay in quarantine until everybody's vaccinated. Mm. Right. And you're you're basically telling people, look, quit your livelihood. Right. You yeah. know, don't don't do nothing until you get a shot. After you get a shot, we'll be fine. No, it's up to the American people. They have right. a right whether to choose that or not. That's the bottom line. Yeah. They're trying to enforce something. That's that's a whole different level. What I'm getting at is that, you know what, there are alter- alternatives that we can use, you know, right. uh, to heal us and help us with what's going on right now. We're not downplaying what's going on. We know this is a real true thing. Lives have been lost over it. But let's look at, let's look at you know, what's really going on, that they're using this, some in power, uh, for their agenda to control right. the American right. people, let's let's just get to the to the nitty gritty. They mm-hmm. say, you know, they get to yeah. the root of the problem yeah. is that it's all about fear mongering. And I mean, you know what blows my mind away is how people have always been, you know, like, oh, I don't trust CNN and I don't trust these and that. But yet they're the they're watching that program and they're the ones <laughs> putting all the fear in them. You know, right, and, and listen right, to me, right. I want people to understand too. We're not, you know, our, our heart goes out to those that have lost their life if they were truly diagnosed right, with this right, COVID, right. you know, 19, our hearts go out to them, pray for them that, that they would, if they don't, they're not Christians, the families that have lost their loved ones, that they would find the Lord in this time of, right. you know, heartbreak and, you know, pain. And so yeah. we don't want, we just don't want the honest think, Oh, these guys are, we're heartless. No, we're not. We're, we're trying to look yeah. at the, the whole situation overall. But, you know, basically 
you're starting to see a lot more comments on Facebook and people on social media mm-hmm. saying, hey, there's something not right with this, what's going yeah. on. They're overreacting. They're fear mongering. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're just really just blowing up the numbers and this and that. Well, 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 like we said in the beginning of this Corona thing, they don't waste a good crisis. No. You know, history proves that every communist, every socialist, when a country was economy was down, you know, I heard a, a guy say this tonight, and I think it will go with this. We, people got to realize what these communists and socialism do, and they're using this to, to bring a, us to communism. They'll paint you a paradise. Mm-hmm. They'll say if you will, most of a country never knew about communism. Like Cuba, for example, before it was taken over by Fidel and them. It was an independent country. They, it, wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but it was still an independent country. It was like almost America. But they came in, the communists said, we're going to make things better. We're going to bring you paradise, you yeah. know. And look what happened to Cuba. Mm-hmm. So that's what the same thing they're trying to put. We don't want Americans to get deceived. Because right. they're going to come and tell you, hey, socialism is great. It's going to pay all your bills. It's going to make give you a free doctor's yeah. care. It's so good that mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, uh, you know, yeah. you know mm-hmm. he, he, he hooked it up. Right. He's done. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, wow, what happened to socialism? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with this... I think people are going to realize how important capitalism is. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what I'm hoping. Okay, so I just um, yeah. I just feel like we, we hit some, you know, some things tonight. I know that the majority of the, the audience is awake. We're just trying to reiterate mm-hmm. some things. But, you know, we always want to leave with just, you know, a positive note that the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. Amen. And, um, you know, that we walk in, in, in light. We're not walking in darkness. We're seeing mm-hmm. really literally what darkness is doing around us. So for us, knowing Jesus Christ, we need to pray for our nation. We need to pray, you know, for our churches. We need to pray for our families and even those out in the world. We really need to pray and just keep, you know, keep our eyes on the Lord. I just want to encourage those out there. If you've been listening to that, to the to the TV too much <laughs> and you got a lot of fear. I think you need to turn that off for a while and get into the yep. word. That's what That's I'm doing right, right, right now. What I'm doing, I'm going into the book of acts and I'm the Lord wants me to stay there for a while because I believe he's preparing his church for this last day's uh, revival and, uh, you know, bringing in the harvest, but really, uh, you know, get into the word, you know, and just hang on to God's promises and let him speak to you. Even though it's a, you know, it, it seems like just such a, a difficult time. But right now, man, I'm, we also have to balance out that no matter how things are going, the Bible says to look up for your redemption, draw it nigh. Mm-hmm. You know, we must keep our hope in Jesus Christ, knowing that he's going to see us go, you know, get through whatever we're going to face in these last days. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage all of you, and you're probably doing it anyway, but you know, make sure, you know, like I do, we do research here, but it's got to be balanced out with prayer and my relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus Christ and being in the word. If not, I'm going to run around like a nut saying, oh, the world's going to end. <laughs> There's no hope. So mm-hmm. we got to be careful with that. Right. But when we're in the word, guess what? He gives us that comfort, right. that peace, that strength, that assurance, you know, that He's he's got his hand upon us. And you know what? He's always been there for the church. He's always been there for even old Israel. God has always been there for his people. And even if things do turn out bad, he's going to be there for us. Mm-hmm. I'm not promising it's mm-hmm. going to be a nice road. Right. What mm-hmm. I am saying that he'll never, and I said this, I think last time, he'll never, he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. But he will see us through. And so I just want to encourage all of you with that tonight, that no matter how dark it looks, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord is coming one day. and We just need to get our hearts right, prepared, or what he's calling us to do as we're doing these podcasts and other ministries that we're doing, 
that we are to be light, a light in a dark time right now for people that are in darkness, that are deceived and blind, will look and say, hey, there's something there. Mm-hmm. I see something positive there. So praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring out a couple of points. You know, we were talking about the protests this weekend. A lot of people heard of the one in Michigan. A lot of people heard of the one in North Carolina because uh, of the arrest mm-hmm. of the church. I, I got Todd Stern's article here. If you want to go look that up, it's Crackdown. Police arrest peaceful. Patriots calling for North Carolinas to reopen. Now, Brother Dan, mm-hmm. you said this earlier, and I was like, well, I got that's my source for this. CNN is uh, <laughs> reporting that, you know, the Democrat governor of Michigan, Whitmore, mm-hmm. Said people are getting stir crazy at home. She said they are worried about paying the bills. Remember, I said that earlier sure, about right. about people. They they worried about that. Um, she's also, I believe, saying stay at home protests look like a political rally. So uh, that's a I think that's a jab at Trump. Right. We um Michigan is one. They had theirs Wednesday. I didn't notice Minnesota. Some protesters met on Thursday uh, uh, wow, today really? outside the government mm-hmm. mansion in St. Paul to voice oppression to Democrat Governor Tom Wilts stay at home order, which has been extended to May 3rd. And that's the thing. You know, a lot of people like us, we have one until I believe April 30th. Mm-hmm. And Governor Edwards is already saying he's thinking about extending it. Um, like I said, me, it really don't bother me. I'm an essential worker. and We backed up our the company to keep us going. So uh, in Kentucky where ministers and people of the faith said, look, you're going to have to stay home for 14 days. They're having one. Well, they demonstrated in Kentucky and oh, really? wow. Andy, uh, yeah. the governor of Bush had to speak over the noise during a news briefing Wednesday. So he was doing a, Doing press conference and had people there. There's pictures of that. Damage control. <laughs> uh, in Utah. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> in Utah, they had one uh, in Washington County. And there was a Republican governor, Gary Abair's restriction was unconstitutional, say it. There's a couple of states, North Carolina, we mentioned earlier, which uh, brings up to a point where the Christians being arrested. And which was against the Constitution. It was done by Ray Cooper, a Democrat mm. governor. Mm. So, yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things going on. There's people starting to rise up. And like Brother Daniel said, you know, there's a lot of things going on. But just keep your eyes focused on Jesus. They, it is the way the truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No man go to the Father except through him. If you're trusting in him, he will protect you, guide you, and help you through this difficult time. So I got some good news, guys. Um, doing some research, uh, the Greenville, uh, Mississippi mayor that went ahead and told people, "Hey, you pay five hundred dollar fines for having a church in service." Mm-hmm. Dropped the ban today. Oh, good. Also, he's <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is neat. He also went ahead and said, "The five hundred dollar fines, y'all don't have to pay them." But uh, according good. to this article. Uh, Governor Reeves from Mississippi started looking into it and the Trump administration, and he did not. Uh, I don't think he wanted them to get involved. <laughs> so that's some good news. These churches will be able to continue 
uh having their drive-in church service so so that's a that's a blessing right there they wow. asked eight out of ten pastors on on current events if it was a sign of jesus return and eight out of ten said yeah they believe that the lord's oh, coming I believe soon it. Uh, the lord's coming soon <laughs> i believe it oh hey, man, hey, man some jesus. some pastors got some sins huh? oh. hey <laughs> i believe it hey, amen hey. amen well look guys another one for another week um yeah. you have any final thoughts well, like, uh, like but the Daniel was just reading on the thing. I believe it's the end times f- prophecy because if you read in the Bible, Christians are going to be hated. They're going to be persecuted. And so just like it was in the olden days, I believe God's going to give us a good bit of freedom for a little while to preach the gospel and stuff. But it will come to the point where uh, it's going to be tight. It's going to be rough for Christians. We're going to be seen as haters. We're going to be seen as, uh, you know, instructions of unity of world government so if you're not part of the system you know that's going that's pretty much the attitude already if you're not part of the system you know you're going to be uh you're going to be destroyed so amen yeah i pretty much said what i had to say earlier i just want to encourage everyone again Mm -hmm. just keep your eyes on the lord like brother isaac's saying Mm -hmm. and you know and and also just to blow the trumpet you know let sound the alarm for people let them know what's going on you know in our area and all that Mm -hmm. so we're just thankful for that I want to go ahead and close with this. I believe the Lord just refreshed my memory back to scripture. And I can't remember. I think it's in Kings though. There was, um, there was a city that was being entrapped by forces that Israel couldn't control. Mm-hmm. And was it Elijah or Elisha? I believe it was, it was, it Elijah. was, it was, it was Elijah. Elijah was standing in his service said, man, there's so many of them. We're going to die. And Elijah said, Lord, open the eyes of my servant so he could see. Mm-hmm. And when he saw there was, there was angels mm-hmm. watching over the city. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we might, we might be looking and, and we might be on top of the watchtower and we're trying to proclaim God's word mm-hmm. and the enemy's coming. We're like, Lord, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Just remember that, yeah, their, their swords might be big, but the angel swords are bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, the devil might be powerful, but, you know, he has to go ask God for permission to do whatever he does. Amen. Mm-hmm. So in this pandemic, go ahead and just keep your eyes on Jesus. Remember, greater he's greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So tonight, you know, we, it was a special, a little special thing to, you know, mm-hmm. we, we feel this is a wake up call. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus and let the Lord lead you and guide you tonight. So, guys. Again, Brother Daniel, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. It was good. Yeah. It was good to have you. In, uh, you know, it, it's kind of hard to do a podcast over the phone because, you mm-hmm. you know, you might yeah. be into it and it's just, yeah, you can't yeah. you can't see the person and get their vibe. And mm-hmm. tonight we just feel more it was, comfortable. It, it was more comfortable. It's more comfortable. So, mm-hmm. and we had to test his mic, you know. Hey, it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, get a good test run. Well, guys, until next, next week or if, Something pops up. We'll come back on here and mm-hmm. we'll talk more about it. Guys, you have a good night. Remember, go to our podcast, Facebook page, like and share. Also, whatever platform you're listening on, please go subscribe to it so you can get the notifications that when we drop a new video or a new podcast and go ahead and leave us a review. You have a good night, guys.